What up? This Mish. Welcome to Millennial Live. Because I'm getting sleepy and I need to entertain myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is Mish. This is Card. What was They're going to hear this. Sorry, y'all. Yep. This is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 83. Three. Can we stop saying that? Millennial the love. Why? We discuss sex love and how we are selfish AF. AF. Why we can't say that? Because I never Follow remember. Us on all social network <laughs> I'm sorry. No, like, y'all keep talking and they'll hear me in the background. <laughs> like, like, on the, like on the airplane. Like, <laughs> forget Please my intro. <laughs> Take the two, the flat piece. And what? The, <laughs> the two, the flat piece. Yo. Sound like you're talking about chicken. <laughs> Yo, when I'm on a flight, I just envision and like something really happened <laughs> and the stewardess is just going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, they're supposed to remain calm yeah. and they're like, what the fuck? Oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> we bought to- <laughs> You literally have to count your blessings every time you get up in the air because you just Seriously? never know. And you have no control. <laughs> you, have no control. you wouldn't even Bro. see it coming. You just be like, <laughs> Any, Anytime I have turbulence, I'd be dumb scared. Yeah, I'd be dumb I'm like, scared because too. there's nothing you can do. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> when they turn that seatbelt sign off and then they turn it back on, I'd be like, what? Why? What happened? The worst is when you have turbulence the whole ride. Oh. The whole flight. I remember one time I was flying from Dallas to Atlanta and this was like a night flight. It was like maybe nine o'clock and we literally had turbulence the whole way. Like they couldn't even um, pass out drinks and snacks. The whole time. The whole time. And I was like nervous, y'all. I was like, Lord, what I did. I would have like, booed on myself. I was like, what I did for this to happen <laughs> I wouldn't have made to me. It. I wouldn't have made it. Sometimes I try to go to sleep before it even take off so that if it is turbulence, I'm asleep. So it don't even matter. See, I cannot sleep on planes. Oh, I Let sleep every time. Let me tell you about this time I went to sleep on a plane. We had turbulence. It was raining in Dallas, so we couldn't land in Dallas. Next thing I know, the... Pilot talking about we are now landing in whatever airport in Oklahoma. I woke up so dazed, like Jesus, what? <laughs> Did I get on the wrong plane? <laughs> I was scared. I was like, what? And a girl saw my face. The girl I was sitting next to, and she was like, <coughs> we couldn't land in Dallas, so we had to land in Oklahoma. I was like, oh, because <laughs> I'm confused. I'm Why am I in Oklahoma? Anyways, um, follow us on all social network platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, hashtag MO3 while you listen. Why am I talking like that? I don't know. Um, And follow us on 
Seas Park. <laughs> you are really struggling tonight. I just got really she sleepy, say, oh. She say, oh. The <laughs> motherfucking, <laughs> <the> motherfucking <laughs> Seas Park. The, um, <laughs> follow us because we need the follows, y'all. We really, really appreciate everybody that has already followed. Um, we appreciate everyone that has given to the um, yes campaign campaign because we have raised a good amount of money. But we need y'all to press follow. And I, we know, like we're millennials, we be on the go too. We don't really like to sign up for stuff. But it's and a quick, it's a quick sign up. Like I can't say it's just one like page, yeah, thirty second sign up, mm-hmm. and uh, you just hit follow. In fact, if you cannot contribute monetarily. Is that did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, go ahead on and follow us because we still you can con- you can contribute in that way, which yeah. will definitely help us out. We need five hundred sure. followers and eight thousand dollars, so it's both, not one or the other. Y'all, was I did I eat last episode? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I ate. Someone said I was smacking. The same person that you said you smacking said that she know who she is. They the ten dollars is two four for four at Wendy's. She spelled four for four F O F O. I'm just getting it because I read it. I was like four for four. Four for four. I thought she was saying four foes, but I got I get it now. I now get it. Wood grain. I'm gripping. Y'all don't know the rest? Mm. Nah, not at all, because I'm not from Texas. Oh, okay. Same. Um, Beyonce did the South Side, though, at the Dallas concert. Did, did she? Yes. Look, you are, you are people do the South Side all day, every day. <laughs> but she and did you it. You just sounded so <laughs> fascinated by this lady doing the South Side. Like, it's she Beyonce. did it. She did it. Like, it looked like that's how you would do it, the way she did it, mm. if that makes sense. Because I, I haven't really seen anyone really do it. Or what maybe do you I mean? forgot. People do it all the time in Dallas. Well, I think in Louisiana we did the South Side a little different. Like she did some, like she did this. Like she was just, she was like, she was flowing like oh, smoother. So it and we wasn't just did just the, the South. Oh, we just did it yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, I mean, she's also Beyonce, right? So she probably. Put but I'll, and she on is it. from Houston too, and that that's yeah, where that's it was originated true from. Story. So yeah, I just figured that she, you know, she just added a little bit more flavor. That I'm like, you know, but I also was How under was her presence. Um, oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the concert. No, the concert was great. Oh my god! No, I I enjoyed it, but I've also experienced the concert like it's just a little bit different when you're Without around. Jay-Z? No, 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 no. Jay Z oh. did amazing. It was cool. I kind of started because I'm a fan. I felt like he performed way more than she did. I'm sure it was equal in some type of way, but I felt like he performed like way longer than she did, or it, it appeared that he had longer sets than she did. Mm. Um, but then I also I don't think I was around people who were fans of hers. Oh, they were so, his fans, or were I don't they just, know. They were, they just, were just like there? there just to be there. And I've experienced concerts being around the Beehive, which I'm not a part of the Beehive, but I've experienced Justin's being. A, no, I'm not. I'm just, not. Justin. Hold on. No, I'm we too, not tonight. I'm not. We're not telling no, stories. I'm not. Justin. That's we're telling all no. nothing but the truth. Every no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out first. Hear podcast, me out first. Hear me out. Hear me out. Beyonce. Hear me out. Every single. Hear me out. I think. Be. I think. I'm probably. I'm not a part of the Beehive, but I'm a part of the board that oversees. 
Yeah, like you know what you, you I'm have not, to be a you have to be a certain age right. demographic no, in order to, to be a part of the board correct. no not necessarily not necessarily not necessarily not in all corporations i can say that much oh my god no, i'm serious not in all corporations because you have people who invest money you have people who are consultants why are you literally making a <laughs> distinction between yourself because like just no, 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 no. I don't, I don't even see understand anything. where this is coming from. Here's the thing, though. I think that people who are a part of that beehive are like younger, like in age. The beehive has grown in age since Beyonce has grown. Right, in Right, but age. the beehive it will isn't... the beehive will like take the time out to like argue with you regarding Beyonce. Just you argue with me every episode about no, Beyonce. I should, no, no, no. I say one thing. I say one thing, and I say that you're not a fan because you're not. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, the concert was great, but I'm just ready for her to like have her own, you know, her own her own shit. That's why I ain't go. Cause I'm but not it was a really good fan. though. I mean I'm like good. no, it was really good. I think you and Ben would enjoy it because it was all about like love and like just, you know, their whole little thing. Whatever her and Jay Z give off, that's what it was all about. And I think you would have appreciated it. Speaking of people that are unattractive. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. I was about to say, <laughs> are we you serious? <laughs> wow. Um, oh, no, I- but shout out to my best friend, Erica. Follow her on Instagram, Erica Elise Artistry. She was at both concerts working um, behind the scenes with June Ambrose. Nice. How do you say her name? June, June Ambrose. Ambrose. Yes, um, who is she the is stylist so for Jay-Z. She is so dope. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so she's every time Beyonce comes to Houston, she is able to some way get on the project. And so this time she worked with June, and she sent me pictures. When I tell you And she tried to FaceTime me, but she didn't want to be obvious. When I tell <laughs> y'all, June is so, like, her fashion is, I love it. Like, yeah. it's different, but it's not like... Erica Badu different, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's still like, it's a certain level of um, sophistication that comes with it, even when it's like a casual look. To me, it's real thrown together, um, but somehow it all comes together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Seems like she just pick out pieces, but then when she she puts it all together, it's a nice look. Correct. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll show so. y'all the picture. I also do think that Jay Z um, wears a hairpiece. Oh, so he got on the. Uh... Cause yeah, it was a real thrown together outfit. She's fly. It was cute. I love you. I mean, the heck could go, but um, <laughs> but if you see the whole outfit, outfit like yeah. she had on shorts with a t shirt. You're not feeling it? <laughs> I'm not feeling it. But hey, to each his own, you know? <laughs> so why is Jay-Z wearing a... Um, what is he wearing? It just didn't look real. What, like, what it looked, he have on? I, I think he wears a hairpiece. Oh, his hair... <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce gonna kill me, but I really I'm about to think, tweet that. <laughs> no, don't tweet it. <laughs> no. Why doesn't it look real? Because, like, the whole time he had on a bandana... And, you know, when people cover up, like, their lining, it's suspect to me. So, like, his he had, like, a Jimi Hendrix-type look. I mean, June is doing a great job with styling him. Like, I love I love the way June is styling him. In fact, I want to get a double-breasted pre- double suit like him. But 
the hair. the hair. He has this whole Jimi Hendrix look, and I think it looks great. I just feel that I need to go look. I haven't seen it. I'm about to say somebody said it Jay-Z looks good. Got in, on a hair piece. Don't say me, please. Don't say me. <laughs> I didn't say I just said somebody. Said they gonna it. kick me out, Lord. No, I'm just playing. Kick um, you out of what? The Beehive. Exactly. The Board of Trustees. <laughs> oh my god. The Board of Trustees. <laughs> the Board of Trustees. Um, nah, but yeah. Anyways, so. So is that what is going on in these streets? No, not at all. That was just the highlight of my week. (laughs) No, but um, did y'all see um, Jennifer Lewis wore a Nike outfit to the Emmys? No. Yes. It was so dope. So dope. She had an afro with this red Nike sweater and the Nike check was bedazzled. Yeah, and I like diamonds. She was dope. Such I mean, a statement. She's super dope. Anyways, yeah, but I liked. I really liked that. Yeah, yeah. She better get down with the get down. Like I really, I'm feeling her. She's always been. <laughs> 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 That's Michelle computer going haywire. Man, they can't hear that. Anyway, well, maybe they this, can. I saw uh, on Twitter this this soccer mom. I'm not gonna say the ethnicity, but. She covered up her uh, Nike check on her shoes with some tape. Girl, (laughs) you might as well. The amount you spent on that tape, you literally might as well have bought you some (laughs) Saconis. So, girl, get out of here. I seen someone say that's probably her only pair of shoes. (laughs) And you so worried. Like, bruh. Anyway. That's tacky, though. They are. Never mind. Anyway. Um, so, uh, they are saying that Jocelyn Hernandez is dating Tory Lanez, possibly. Seriously? Yeah. Well, I mean, she posted a picture of, I think they were by the pool. He was, uh, smoking weed. He had a blunt in his mouth and he was holding her breasts. So. You know what? I thought Jocelyn was a man, low key. Yeah. I mean, a tranny. Is she a tranny? I don't think training is a, a oh, good word a, to say. Oh, yeah. dang. It's okay. Transvestite? One, no. I mean. I mean That's not a good one either? Just, no. We thought she was the man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just, <laughs> transgender. Transgender. But her body's amazing. I mean, if y'all go look on her Instagram, like her body is like amazing. But we also don't know if that's like smart lipo, cool <laughs> Yeah, I think it was completely, I don't know. I think I heard it. I heard a commercial by saying something about smart lipo. Smart lipo. I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, like, you know, if you're in Hollywood, you know, you have these crazy people on Twitter and all these social media outlets. Like, I mean, they come for your neck. Let you just have a look, just have a bad day. They're going to talk about you. Oh, yeah. You remember when Beyonce wore those uh, them short ass bangs? Them bangs. How they dragged her. <laughs> they dragged those her. Bang. It was dead. I don't even know what. Like, I don't what even was she understand thinking. where the like when she got up, she didn't say, <laughs> "Girl, why you did this?" And it was uneven. Like, come on, bro. Anyway, so yeah, Jocelyn and Tori Lanes are apparently. I mean, there's a. <laughs> I guess it's speculations that they are like kicking it, messing around. The picture is a bit much. It is, but let me see. Like when I first saw it, I'm like, Jocelyn, you're not tired of being like just this like sexy like that and provocative. She needs that type of attention. Like you got a whole baby out here. Like why do you have to have your tits out? Actually, I love her daughter's name, Bonnie Bella. Yeah, it's cute, and she's a cute little girl. Yeah, she's so super cute. Well, 
Is there anything else? Uh, y'all need to be watching Basketball Wives Reunion. Um, I don't know what's going on, but they all look pretty. Yeah. Their I'm, fashions I'm, are questionable, but they all look pretty. So. Unfortunately, <laughs> Jennifer did not show up for the reunion. Why? And Tammy left. Because she's scary. Oh, she, Tammy left? Yeah. The, oh, she walked out? Yeah. Because she was probably going to whip Evelyn ass. She was. And Shawnee, as her friend, didn't. Evelyn accused. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. So, fill me in. Evelyn accused Tammy of saying something. Okay. And said, you told me and Shawnee X, Y, and Z. And so, Tammy was like, Shawnee O'Neal, I said that. That's I said that, Shawnee O'Neal. And Shawnee was like, Timmy Roman, do not tap me. I cannot confirm or deny because I do not remember this conversation. And it's just like, come on. So what Shani. was she saying? What did Evelyn say that she said? Um, that she couldn't have kids. Evelyn said that when they were in Rome, mm-hmm. Tammy told her and Shawnee she couldn't have children. And Tammy was like, no, I never said that. Mm. So then she tried to go to Did I, yeah. Shawnee to confirm. But my, I think I kind of agree with Tammy. My issue with uh, Shawnee is just that You'll tell Tammy you're not going to confirm or deny, but are you going to say to Evelyn, don't say she told me that because I don't remember. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you, to me, if you're going to say one to some, well, something to one, you need to say it to the other. I think it was quite obvious where her loyalty lies. Because yeah, you can tell is. how she moves with Evelyn compared to, um, what's her name? Shit, I can't think of her name. Tammy. Tammy, yeah. Yeah. Um, which so then is, we're not friends. Yeah, I, I came. I cannot move in that. So Tammy walked off stage. Tammy walked off set. Tammy left. She got in her car and they drove her away. <laughs> yeah, because that would a, huh? Yeah, she was just. I mean, I think that Tammy's in a different place. She's trying not to yeah. be that. And she violent. also had like health issues too. So <clears throat> she's like. Probably on some, you know, like yeah. I got more stuff to worry about, better stuff or more important things that I need to focus on than this stuff. And she's in a very, I mean, she said it on the, on the reunion, but Timmy is in a very blessed place. Like she yeah. got a lot going on for, yeah, for her. Yeah, correct. And um, Evelyn just doesn't. In my opinion, Evelyn is just a pretty face. Yeah. And she's not even. Uh, and she, I mean, yeah. And she's, I mean, she's cute. I mean, her personality to me makes her not that cute. However, right. I can say this was probably one of the best seasons of Basketball Wives for me. Really? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I, I have. I have. Yeah, I know you don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know who Evelyn is, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, I think it, I think like what the goal was for them to like revamp the show a little mm-hmm. by bringing old people back. I think it they. What they did was what it needed for me to want another season, if that makes sense. Because it was really dying out. Um, but with, I can't see a season without Tammy. Like, I wouldn't watch. Yeah, I, correct. I'm not that interested correct. in Evelyn and Shawnee because to me, they're both boring. Yep, they're very they're boring. It, it, yeah, very boring. I think Jennifer they have too. a really good friendship, but they're boring for camera when they're together. To be quite honest, Shawnee can go and Evelyn <laughs> can go. Right. Bring back Tammy. Keep, what's her name? Ponderosa. Keep Jack- Malaysia. Somebody's name yep. is Ponderosa. No, her name is Jackie, but she, she calls a powwow a Ponderosa. It's crazy. I mean, clearly it's just off the wall type shit. But <laughs> I think it was a good show. I think the idea of what they wanted to do to like really bring the ratings back, they did a good job at that. Yeah. And it was because of Tammy and Jennifer really completely messing up. I don't know what she was thinking. 
like not owning up to anything, like being scary at the same time and messy. Like you can't do that. Like you can't be messy and scary. You can't. Like you just can't do that. And so Malaysia was tired of it. Like mm-hmm. I think she really regrets picking up that table and throwing it. And first of all, how did you pick up this table? That just easily. Chunk it across yeah. the little sidewalk. But anyway, she I think she was just tired and it was like And she looks so good. Lying. In that oversized Gucci sweater. She did. I'm she like, looks really, really good. I sometimes when she when she do it, like her fashions be right. But sometimes she just overdo it for me sometimes. But that look was a solid look. Yeah. I like Malaysia. Malaysia is um just a, I think I said this last episode. She's just a loyal person. Yeah. Like yeah. she's not gonna take sides. Yeah. And if she does, she's gonna like tell you to your face, I think you're wrong. And another thing, she's loyal, but she's also not like messy. Like she really her intent yeah. is to like resolve things, which speaks to her character. And I think it's cool to have that. You know, you don't really see that all the time. Like you just see people like getting information and either not saying anything, getting information and saying something to the wrong person so they can run back and throw the bone. But her, she just likes she stands as her own stuff. So for that, I think she should stay yeah. for sure. Um, but I have a question for y'all. Tell me about tell me something that oh sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I do this all the time. So really quick, um, I received a DM from somebody, not somebody that listens to the podcast, but they sent a DM about um, protect your energy. And it was literally like what I say, protect your energy in your space. And I hadn't seen a lot of people like put it in that context, protect your energy in your space. Um, And basically this post was on Instagram and the the lady that was speaking was saying that you shouldn't try to protect your energy in your space because you are not allowing God to move in your life. And I just wanted to be clear because um, when I decided that I wanted to mention this, it was simply because I want people to know that you have to be intentional in protecting your peace mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, we can let life stress us out in so many ways. Just driving down the highway in the morning when you're going to work can stress somebody out. Um, your work responsibilities can stress you out. Your family life, your relationships, your friends. There are so many factors in your everyday walk in life that can stress you out that I think it's very important to make sure you're intentional. But when I say protect your energy in your space, I'm not saying that you're not going to go through trials or tribulations. What I'm saying is that when you're intentional in your prayer, when you're intentional in taking care of yourself, when you're intentional in making sure that you put yourself first in situations, then you have the ability to protect your peace. Not that you're not going to go anything, go through anything, but that you're saying, you know, I want to make sure when I do go through things, it doesn't affect me to take me out, you know, because stress can kill people. Yes. Um. So that's what I'm saying. Like, be intentional with making sure that when you go through different things that we have a lot of people that follow us 
on Twitter. They're still in school. Be intentional while you're in school to continue to protect your mental peace and make sure that you can still be effective in every way that you need to be in your life when it comes to um, your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So again, I say... <laughs> protect your energy, protect your space, your mental health matters. Yeah. That's it. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> was that your um That was it. Yeah. Okay, that I was wanted it. I wanted to be clear of why we have this segment and why sure, it's important yeah. for you to do this. Yeah, I, I think that's how I was receiving it as well. I think, you know I think it was it's because we're 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 we don't necessarily see how often we're pulled by external things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes while being pulled, we don't consider ourselves enough. So whenever I hear you say that, it's just more so being like, be mindful of your space within any other, like within any space, like be mindful of where you stand within any space. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad you clarified that or just, you know, be able to speak to specifically what you were referring to. Yes. Um, so I do have a question. Um, can you tell me about a thing that you do with your parent, your parents that you are very intentional about, like an activity or something like I know Cara, you um, FaceTime or chat with your sister every morning. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that are what is what is one thing that you do with one parent that you're very intentional about? Um, now that my dad and I are rebuilding our relationship, something I do is I call, I make it a point to call him at least once a week, either on the phone or via FaceTime. Hmm. Um, even if it's for a few minutes, but I try to like make some sort of contact or, or text. I may not get to call, but I do contact him in some way every week. Hmm. I like that um, I am very intentional with my mom by going by to visit her just randomly. Hmm. Popping up. Mm -hmm. She likes that. Yes. Okay. Um, I think it's cool for me to, you know, tell her like, hey, mom, I'm going to come by on Tuesday. But um, randomly showing up, it like, I can tell that it brightens her day. Brightens her day. Oh, yep. gosh. So, I love it. I love it. I will randomly pull up. <laughs> uh, for me, I intentionally FaceTime my mom. So my mom lives in Louisiana. I live in Dallas. So if I'm like at a concert, I'll FaceTime her. And Aww. I'll. Is, <laughs> you see half of her face because, you know, old folks, they don't know how to like Lord, center themselves so in FaceTime. Close. So all I see is her white hair, her forehead, and her <laughs> eyes. And I notice that she's smiling because her cheeks is literally right under her eye. So um, I FaceTime her like at concerts or if I'm at like if I'm at a museum or just like anything that I'm doing, like I'll FaceTime her, turn the camera away from me so she can see what I'm doing. Because she always mentioned like, you know, she wants to basically she want to do the things that I'm doing. Like, I wish I was there. Y'all have fun. This, that and the third. Aww. So that's my way of her or that's my way of involving her on the things that I see because I'm. Um, you know, more exposed to the world than she is mm -hmm. in terms of places, not um, life. So, yeah, that's something that I do. That's very that nice. Is sweet. That's really sweet. But um, I asked this question because um, I, um, I think as I got older and my parents, you know, my parents started to get older, I realized like how much time 
I didn't think I contributed to them. I probably did. I just didn't really know how or what I did other than the norm, like going by them, seeing them, like eating with them, like going shopping with them, but how I didn't involve them in other areas of my life because I do live away from them. So I'm like, man, I need to do this. And plus you can see like, you can instantly see them like you can feel that their spirit is like lightening up in a, a little bit mm-hmm. whenever you do things that are very intentional specifically for them, not f- not for you in a way. Like right. you're doing this for them. So that's why I asked that question. That's really sweet. I think it's funny that you mentioned uh, the FaceTime because... <laughs> Every time I FaceTime my mom, she has the camera face the other way. Turn the camera around. Like, how did you press that button? <laughs> right. Turn it back. <laughs> I can't see you. I FaceTime you for a reason. But anyways, um, and she hated the iPhone BT dub. I got it for her. Really? I wanted, yeah, when I was living in Atlanta, I wanted to be able to FaceTime. And so I got her the iPhone, and she hated it. I don't like this phone. <laughs> Give me the Android back. I yeah. like my Android. For Android users, the iPhone is very confusing to them, and I think it's so simple. Oh, my God. I feel like the Android has so many more, like, so much going on. It's so much going on with it. But anyways, um, so we are going to discuss our relationships with, our parental figures. Um, And I want to start with you all just briefly sharing what your relationship looks like right now, currently with your parents. I can't stand it when people do that right now, currently. Oh, really? It's the same thing. (laughs) I know. I do it a lot, though. Yeah, I was about to say the way my mind works, I'm probably (laughs) doing something to that. (laughs) What Um, does your relationship currently look like? So, my dad has passed away in 2016. So, you know, he's my guardian angel. Um, With my mom, I am... It's interesting because I'm very intentional with... um, I'm I'm very intentional in pouring into her. Like, I pray that when I say my prayers, I ask that she's protected. I ask that God definitely heals her and that he gives her like joy. Like I want her to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if I can take time out of my day to make her happy because for whatever she like, not only does she deserve it, but you know, I think that me being a part of her life um, is to bring that joy to her um, because I am, you know, we forget the level of love that our parents have for us. Mm. Um, you know, we were talking off mic and we were talking about conditional and unconditional love. Our parents have unconditional love for us. Well, you know, not not every situation is like that, but most of the time our parents have unconditional love and that's love without condition. That means you can probably slap them in their own face and they're still going to love you. They're still going to go do things for you. Or they're still going to have something within you because whatever, so I feel like my role um, is to pour love into her or to give her that validation, give her like everything that she needs right now because mm-hmm. I just want her to be like, you know, whatever, happy, very joyful. So um, so that's what my intentions are. Now, however, as I'm getting older and as she is getting older, like I am at a point where 
you know, where her business was her business. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a point where, like, you know, she's getting older and, like, I, I'm, like, I need to begin to start taking over some of those things. Mm-hmm. And that is interesting because, um, you know, I sometimes don't like the way she conduct her business. Um, I remember one time we had a bill. It was something about a bill. And for some odd reason, no, no, no. It was my life insurance policy. So she has mm-hmm. a life insurance policy for me. I have my own. And at one point, she borrowed against the life insurance policy. She's probably going to kill me for talking about it. But <laughs> I want to talk about it because this it's a real thing, especially with our parents getting older. Mm-hmm. It's like their responsibility becomes our responsibilities. And if you don't begin to have these conversations at a very early age, God forbid something happens to them, then you're stuck with a bunch of mess and chaos. Right. right? So um, years and years ago, granted, my mom is a single parent. She's been having a life insurance policy out um, out on me, and she barred a loan years ago. Um, you know, my mom is, I don't want to say the South has anything to do with her ability of comprehending things, but I think, you know, someone told her, like, hey, you can borrow against it. If something happens, we'll just, you know, take the money out of from what you owed and just give you the rest or whatever. Almost like as if like, hey, we have a hundred thousand dollars. If you borrow five thousand dollars, if something happens to Justin, you, you we're going to give you ninety five, right? Right. Um, but unfortunately, they didn't tell her that the interest would accrue and that hey, this is a loan you have to pay this back. So like one day randomly, she was like, I mean, you know, all of a sudden, you know, someone who can like speak clear sentences <laughs> and can be able to like tell you how they feel and do all this extra stuff when it comes down to. Um, identifying some of their flaws when it comes to conducting business, all of a sudden I'm like, what are you talking? Like she was just wasn't making sense. Like she was not making sense in what she was saying because I felt like she was covering something up. Mm. And it was just a matter of like, hey, you need to take care of this bill because your 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 life insurance is something's gonna happen to it, right? So I'm like, nah, we need to go a few stages back. Why isn't this taken care of? Right. And granted. All of our all of our parents probably have insurance policies on us. They're mm. probably paying it right now. You know, it's just something that they do. They give their little ten, fifteen, seventeen dollars, and they have a policy out on you. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like, what do you mean I have to pay like a thousand dollars in order to keep this insurance policy? Like, I need you to explain this to me. And just through in her, just through her explaining it to me, I'm like, sis, this ain't adding up. <laughs> like, what you saying to me is not adding up. So let's like, what's the real problem? So. That is interesting for me because I'm like, wow, I'm glad I'm going through it now where she's able to, she's mobile. She's able to like clearly, you know, comprehend and understand and speak to those things rather than me waiting to like, you know, waiting at a time where she's unable to like be mobile or, you know, just communicate to me about these things that are Mm -hmm. necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where we are. Um, So it's almost as if like I'm at a shift where, you know, I'm becoming the parent. And she's becoming, you know, whatever. But it's I want I wanted to bring this up because it's so important. Because, you know, we have access to things like, you know, you know, some some my my mom doesn't know how to use the computer, but she knows how to use the computer. But in her mind, she's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, woman, yes, you do know how to do that. Mm-hmm. If you just take the time out to learn, so don't cripple yourself before you're crippled. So it's just little things like that. But it's necessary that we begin to speak to those things because. 
you know, God forbid, in, in, in you know someone else's situation where their parent passed, and then all of a sudden you're having to come out of your savings to bury them. Like it's just important things that we need to talk about that sometimes they they don't allow us to have access to. Yeah. So it's very important that we have to go there in certain you know hmm. certain situations. Nice. Um. So my parents are fairly young. So I haven't had to deal with that sort of situation yet. I mean, my dad did mention, we were hanging out recently, and he did mention, you know, if I die, I've set up blah, 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 blah for y'all. Um, but I haven't had to, like, sit down and be like, okay. Because I did, I, I mean, I mentioned, I was like, hey, do you have a will? Like, make sure you have a will, blah, blah, blah. But he has all that under control. Um, as far as my relationship, so I'll, I'll start with my dad because we've been talking about him most recently. We recently, um, in the past eight months, have rekindled our relationship. Um, and he actually publicly apologized to me at church mm. um, a couple weeks ago, which was very freeing for our relationship. Um, we haven't talked about it since then, but it was just something that I felt like he just needed to do. Not that for me, but I think for himself. I think he needed to do that publicly for himself mm -hmm. to forgive himself for the things that have happened in our relationship. So once that happened, you know, I was just like, okay, he's serious about wanting to really rebuild. So I have been making an effort to call him and like just rebuild what we have and try to get him as involved in the wedding planning process as much as I can. Um, and we have adult conversations now. And he told me, like, you're 30 now. Like, we could talk about stuff. And he just, you know, he tells, he gives me lessons about his marriage and just about marriage in general and just about, like, yes. you know, what I need to be doing and the things I need to be, like, working on. And I, I told him that we're celibate. And he was like, I'm really proud of you for really doing that. And, you know, are y'all still doing that thing? And I was like, and we're not having <laughs> sex anymore. <laughs> that thing. So, you know, um, he just talks to me about real stuff. And, and I think the good thing about it is I'm learning a lot more about him as a person instead mm -hmm. of him as my dad. Mm -hmm. um, the bad thing is I'm learning more about, like, stuff that I don't really want to know about. But that, I mean, he wants to tell me, so I have to listen mm -hmm. just about my parents' marriage and the pitfalls that he made and the pit, pitfalls that she made. Um, and I, you know, asked both of them recently, like, what's something good that happened in y'all's relationship? Like, why were y'all together? Because everything always seems to be negative. Um, but that's, that's another story question. for another. Yeah, because, I mean, y'all had to, something had to be right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so that's my relationship with my dad. My dad is a really funny guy. We laugh a lot when we hang out. So um, it feels good to have him on our side, I'm on my side with Ben. I'm sure I it mean. feels good for him also to be able to speak to something that you can receive, like marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure it makes him feel so good. Like, hey, I'm giving my daughter, like, marriage advice. And it's, I, at, yeah. it's at a level where I can just really shoot the shit with her. Yeah, because that's what we, like, one Saturday morning, or no, it was... Was it? I don't remember. Anyway, it was one of the. No, it was Friday because I went to go do cake tastings and we were up early and he was just like, "Yeah, you know, when you get married, you got to do X, Y, D." I don't remember what it was about, but mm. he was just, you know, he was happy to, happy give, to advice. give advice. My mom, we are still pretty close, but I've realized that she has some flaws that I see in myself that I have to check her on. Um. And I have to check myself on. 
And with her, she is very passionate about certain things and she never wants to admit when she's wrong. And so we'll have with wedding stuff, like we've had a bunch of spats where it'll be like, she assumes that what I say it means something else and then she'll just go off the handle and I'll have to reel her in and be like, this isn't your wedding. You're not spending any money on this. It's my wedding. Like she literally told me, you should just have a wedding in the backyard because I mean, y'all should buy a house instead. I said, but did y'all do that? <laughs> and are you getting married? Like <laughs> it's just been really, it's been really funny to have to like, create a very strong like middle ground and line with her I don't talk to her about a lot of things in my relationship anymore that was a concern of Ben's and I've been very um, intentional about that about creating a divide because I don't think she knows and because we've just been friends for a long time she doesn't know the line from friend to mom so I'm having to draw that for what's comfortable for me in my impending marriage. So that's something that's definitely changed in the last, I would say, year or two. Um, and it's difficult because I think she feels left out a lot of times. Have you been verbal with her regarding that shift? Yeah, I have. Um, she didn't take it well. Mm -hmm. But I think she's just learning that, you know, it's just some stuff that, like, I just can't talk to her about. And I yeah. feel like there should be a line where she can't talk to me about stuff, too. But she does, and so it's blurred Correct. the friendship line, friendship versus parent line, and I just sometimes want her to be my parent, and she can't because she doesn't really know how to not be my friend and parent. So anyway, it's that's what kind of where we are. We're at a, a weird where we're trying to figure out how to be friends, but also her to be like, a, to just be my mom. Um, but what we're good. You, we're fine. What do you want? I want her to be my mom. Okay. At this stage of my life, like I want her to be my mom. Yeah, I figure that. Because I want motherly advice mm -hmm. about certain things. And I think a lot of times she, things that I say or do, she'll take them as if I was her friend or like, I don't know, the way that she um, responds to certain things is not very motherly, um, if that makes sense. No, I kind of went through a period, not the same thing but I kind of went through a period where I needed my mom to be a certain way mm -hmm. and it was not like that mm -hmm. and then when I involved God in it it happened and when I tell you it's such a beautiful thing I'm not sure if you're if that's something that you're praying about mm -hmm. but I would recommend that you do that because I was literally at a point where it was just one area where I'm like if only she can contribute to my life in this way it would be great and then, like, I allow God to take over, and it happened. And when I tell you, it's such a beautiful thing. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that, you know. That's what I actually prayed really hard about my relationship with my dad, for sure. Because I was angry with him, and I was just like, God, please just let me let this go, because this is stupid. Mm -hmm. It was something to do with wedding stuff, and I was just like, this is dumb. I'm not going to, like, allow that to sever what we have. Um I mean, me and my mom's relationship isn't bad. It's yeah. just literally just I had to draw a line in the sand on a lot of different things. And mm -hmm. so um, particularly just about wedding expenses and mm -hmm. and what we're actually doing. Like some of the stuff, 
you know, I'm just very strict on like what I tell her or not. And I don't tell her how much stuff costs. I don't tell her, you know, because I made a mistake to be like, oh, man, like I'm saving this amount of money per month um, for the wedding. I can't come home for Thanksgiving. And we got into this huge it's like a bigger, fight. That's a big. That's a big holiday for y'all. And though. I get, yeah, it is. And yeah. I'm just like, mom, I, you know, I'm paying for this wedding. Like we're paying for this wedding out of pocket. I'm. I don't want to uh, put anything on credit cards. So if we got to save in other areas, we have to save. Like travel is expensive, and so we just got into mm-hmm. it about that. And she's like, your priorities are messed up. And I'm like, <laughs> but did you skimp on your wedding? Like you didn't, right. you know. And so anyway, it's just um, that's where we are. But we're we're fine. I, no love is lost. For sure. She wanted to come to my bachelorette, and I had to hit her with the hard no. Really? <laughs> a hard no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she was sick. I'm just like, who else mom is on there? Like, no. I want to bust it wide open, and I can't do that with my mom in the back room. No. So anyway. I don't think you're going to bust it wide open. I mean, not literally. like Not like that. I not mean, the no, sexual not way, but I, I am going to be twerking. You're going to be emotional. All your girls going to be there. It's just going to be, y'all going to be crying. I'm probably going to cry. I will say you that. You are 100% going yeah. to cry. <laughs> yeah. Your sister going to make you cry. Oh, God. Um, yeah. My relationship with my mom is like, she is my best friend. Like, I literally tell my mom everything. There's, well. You tell her everything? I was about to say, you tell her everything. No, you don't. Not, not. <laughs> There's some stuff that I haven't told her. But when it comes to situations in life and like dealing with, um, you know, different things that I go through, I yield to my mom. Like I, I talk to my mom about it and it is a friendly conversation, but I get what you're saying, Cara, like, wanting your mom or needing your mom to be mom because I think it's a friendly conversation, but then I still feel like I'm getting that motherly wisdom. Mm. Like she's telling me about um, how to be a better person Um, because sometimes I come to her with stuff and because we have the friendship relationship, I'm thinking she really just going to gossip it out with me. And she's like, nah, um, you have to look at things like X, Y, and Z, mm. and you know these are the type of people that our family has been, and this is the way you want to continue to be, and like this is. So we have a really great relationship where like we're about to go to concert together, and y'all don't, I don't even go to concerts, but um, you know, like we when it comes to family things, it's always me and her. Um, mm. my brother has this long-term girlfriend and, you know, their whole family and all of that. But I know at the end of the day, like, it's going to be me and my mom. Mm. Like, Thanksgiving is going to be me and my mom. Wherever she wants to go, that's where I'm going to go. Or, you know, whatever. Wherever I want to go, vice versa. Um, And it's a really good place for us because as a child, I always felt like a child. Like, I never felt like my mom was my friend or that we really I could really talk to her about Mm -hmm. things so as an adult being able to talk to her and really express myself even if I'm upset like she allows me to you know talk to her in a way that we can work through things versus when I was a child and obviously I'm an adult so 
you can't treat me like a child. But when I was a child, it was just like, whatever I say, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and she didn't allow that space. So now that we have that, it feels really, really good. Um, I think that <clears throat> she supports me in a lot of ways and then vice versa for her. Like, I also like the fact that when things go on with my mom, she'll call me and we talk about those things together. Um, my dad, uh, my dad has always been like just, um, the biggest support I've ever had. Like he's just, I think that my dad knows how to love his children like in a magnificent way. Same, Mm. my mom, the same way, but like with my dad, it's just different. Like he is that provider. Like he's gonna do that. Um, and I think that I'm taking on the role of like, you know, eat right. I need you to do this. He calls me for everything. (laughs) Um, when it comes to technology, I'm like the it person. He'll try to ask my little brother, but I think my little brother is, I mean, he's 14, so he just be like, whatever. (laughs) Um, but my dad, my little brother always say, I mean, he listen to everything you say, but he'll never <laughs> listen to me. And I really, I, I don't see it like that. I see it as like my dad looks at me as a responsible person. He's proud of who I am. So he does kind of like take things I say into account. But the the thing that I'm in, what you just said, Justin, is something that I'm going to try to do. The thing I'm going to try to pray about with my dad is actually connecting with my dad on a level of um not just dad and not just a minister because where we disconnect is my dad is very religious and it's hard for me to have like the way I can talk to my mom it's hard for me to have those conversations with my dad because he is going to throw 100 scriptures in the conversation. We could be talking about water and he's going to say, <laughs> well, you know, Jesus turned water into wine. You know, like that mm-hmm. is the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when I'm more spiritual than religious for the, for me to connect in that conversation. Um, and so it, it, it does kind of make me recluse. Did I say that right? Recluse? Mm-hmm. And not want to like really discuss a lot with him about just my personal life. Yeah, I'll talk about finances, I'll talk about work, I'll talk about, you know, whatever, but some things it's like I don't really want a a sermon today. I just (laughs) really want to talk. Right. (laughs) So that's that's hard. Um, But I I love him to death. He's like the funniest person (laughs) in my life. Like my dad can walk in a room and I just start laughing. He don't even have to say nothing. He's just (laughs) funny to me. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's where we're at. And I'm glad you said that, Justin. I'm I'm definitely going to. Involve God. Incorporate him in that, that area. Mm-hmm. And I probably had not been because that is the conversation with him. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, oh, I, I, well, maybe I didn't. I just subconsciously didn't think that I needed to pray about that relationship. Mm-hmm. Have um, you ever asked him 
Or have you ever expressed that you want that sort of relationship? Like, hey, I really want to be able to talk to you about stuff without, like, just being honest about that? I don't know how to say that without sounding like a heathen. Oh. Because I've talked to my mom about it, and she was like, yeah, that's not how you should say that. Because <laughs> she definitely knows him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she definitely knows him. But then she also, I mean, you know, it's just like it doesn't sound good what you're saying. <laughs> you know, Dad, I want to talk about, you know, I just want to talk about everything with you. And he's like, but I don't want to talk about everything with you. <laughs> well, and maybe not like that, but maybe more so. Stop moving the mic. I know. Stop. It's going to be so, yeah, it's my yeah, fault. Well, this is what I said to my mom. I said, you know, I would like to talk to my, my dad about things without talking about God. She was like. That's not going to happen. That doesn't sound like how you should say that. Well, yeah, that's not the way you should say it. But maybe. But then how do you say it? Maybe. Then exactly. Because every sentence is going to be. And maybe. I don't know. I so how do you I talk about so, life? Yeah. You know, like. I am, y'all know, a Christian, and I have a relationship with Christ, but there are sometimes you just want to have a conversation, and sometimes I just feel like I'm talking to the minister, and I'm not talking to my dad, or I'm not talking to someone and I can relate that's to what on you the say. life level. That's exactly what you say. Yeah, but I think in life, I think it's hard for people to accept change, and I think people we get so used to playing our role and it's not saying that he won't ever like y'all won't ever have that relationship i just think that he or both of y'all we we get stuck in our role and parents forget that their kids grow up but sometimes parents just stick in that like parent parental mode and and i'm using this as an example which may have you know as an example just so you can understand that like I'll say this much. Part of my success with my with both parents, because my dad was not in my life nowhere near as he was with his kids, and part of our success with us getting where we need to be was kind of sort of me meeting him where he is and me understanding like his why. Like I had to understand why he looked at life the way he did. And mm. not saying that that's what you need to do, but I think that answer will be, well, I need to understand why he's like this way, like why he's so headstrong, because in return, it will help you understand like the why, basically, like you would just help, it would help you understand like his outlook on life and why he feels that it's necessary to bring up God all the time. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying that that's the case, but. And not um, saying that it's a bad thing either, because yeah. I don't want it to sound like that. It's just like. Yeah. You're my dad. It's an extreme. Yeah. Well, but that's, I like the way you said what you said earlier. You didn't even mention God. Mm. You said, I want to have regular conversations with my father about regular stuff. Right. Like, I think that that's a fine, I mean, I'm also very vocal. So. Right. I, I've told my mama, like, you need to be my mama and not my friend. But that's, I mean, I know that's different, but still, I think you should just be vocal about it. Do y'all see each other in like, elements that are not normal what do you mean like for instance you know like i wouldn't expect how old is your your dad i can't even think okay. right now no it's fine 60, i mean he's older than yeah he's about 60 something 65 yeah oh, 60, okay right. 66 so like for instance 
I wouldn't think that your dad would be at Dave and Buster's at 65 or go into like Top Golf or even Go Kart Ranch. Like, I feel like sometimes if you take a person out of their routine, out of their element, you get to see like just, it may not be anything verbal, but you can see like other expressions about him that can probably get you to maybe have that conversation or like just begin to talk about things that are not related to anything of substance. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like maybe asking him like, like what was dating like for you in high school? I think that's a, or, or you as know, an adult too, yeah. like, man, I'm, you don't have to say I'm struggling with dating, but just say like, man, this, you know, this dating out here is a little bit trash. And you can open yeah. up like, hey, this is, you know, yeah. this is what we deal with now. But like, what was people like, what were, like, what were the times like for you in the, 60s like I what was, what was dating great like? idea and you already know he's gonna bring up guy but you just try to pull from the other things that you know what i'm saying is he's probably not gonna change but you need to you need to pull what you need to pull from him to understand his why while praying and that may make you i don't know yeah. it's not advice it's just more so like a i don't know we'll see i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> pray about it because i had not so I'm going to pray about it, and we'll see where that I'll leads. update y'all. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> let them in. Let them in. Let them in. Okay, so how important is it for you to have these solid relationships with your parents, and why? Uh, oh, I can go. Yeah, um, I It's super important for me because I... I am a huge family person, so I want my parents to be involved in my my immediate family and also my kids' lives. So it's important for me. Um, and also, I think one thing I regret with my grandfather is I just didn't, I never transcended the relationship where he was just my granddad. I never knew anything about him socially or just like who he was as a friend or who he was like as a husband, I just knew him as my granddaddy. So I and I never got to like pierce into who he was as a person. And I feel like I want that for my parents. I want to know who they are as people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important, as I already said, for my kids to have a relationship with my parents, but also for me to never have regrets about our relationship when whenever they do pass away or I pass away. Um, because, you know, that's my bloodline. Like, you know, my mama was happy to not be a Davis no more, but I love being a Davis and I love like knowing about the Davises and what we bring to the table and my mom's side, the Wimberleys. So I think for me, that's, that's probably the biggest thing is like not having regrets, um, and it in it doesn't even I think for me have to do with when or if I pass or they pass, it's more so like every day I wake up and I know that we're in a good space. Because I've gone before without talking to both of my parents before and that's a horrible space to be in, like, you know, um, I just don't want to have that type of relationship, you know, like I just I just wanted to be where like, hey, we can talk about things. If we have disagreements, we can talk about it and we can move on. We can still love on each other. We can, you know, because um, I don't want anything to happen 
but I also don't want to have happy moments and they're not mm-hmm. involved in it. Mm-hmm. Or they're having happy moments and I'm not involved in it. Um, my dad having my little brother when I was 16 was a big transition for me. Um, so after that, you know, like I'm in college, we had a couple spats <laughs> because it's like, you know, I don't care how old you are. That whole having a new baby thing, it, <laughs> it does something to kids. It's a real and I was, feeling. It's a real feeling. A and real I was feeling. still a kid. So anyways, like, um, I just don't want to feel like that. Yeah. Like, I, ju- I just want to have that solid relationship so that I know if I need them or they need me, we're going to be there for each other. Because I do feel like I have friends that are like family, but I know at the end of the day, my family is my family. Yeah. Like, they they got me. I got them. Mm-hmm. It's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to I just want to have that feeling at all times. Um, for me, definitely sharing some of the same sentiments that y'all have. But um, I also, like, I do this because I need to get to know who I am. Like, for instance, like, I held resentment from my dad and my mom for their actions, but I never understood the why. And I always talk about this because like through me really understanding their why made me realize who I am and some of the things that I do is so closely related to my parents, Mm -hmm. right? In fact, there were some things about my dad that I absolutely hated, but whenever I began to self-reflect, I saw me doing those things in other relationships. And I'm like, you hated this nigga but for this, but you kind of like a trash-ass nigga too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it helps me to self-assess um, and to reevaluate my feelings. To, like, let's, for instance, like, let's say, for instance, for my mom, like my mom is a strong woman. And even though my dad was not in my life, she never put him on child support, like never asked for anything financial. If he gave, he gave, but in her eyes, she was like, you are my child. Mm. Like no one is going to do for you. I'm going to do it. If we don't have it, you will be okay. Mm. Um, and then later on to find out that she, regardless of what the circumstance was with my dad, she wanted to have a child. So I think by her, Doing that, she just she just was like, no, I asked for you. You came. You are my responsibility. Mm-hmm. She just literally looked at it like it was a business deal. Mm-hmm. So I got to understand her why, which made me um, not really take in some of her actions so seriously because I'm like, you know, I can get it. You know, you're 25 years old. And back then, 25 is old mm-hmm. to be having a baby mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying normally that would come way a little bit more younger and she should be married now but she was like i'm not married i'm successful in my career i want to have a kid you are mine and she asked god to give her give her someone that loves her and he gave her just that like my mom can't do no wrong so um i really am very intentional regarding that because i need to see who i am because mm-hmm. i mean honestly who we are is it's mainly um, based off of some of the decisions that they have made and it mold us, our family, of course. But, I mean, I just really um, identified 
with both my mom and dad and some of like their behaviors. And I'm like, Jesus is so me. And growing up, I never really had a real relationship with ink. Not only say a real relationship, but like an in-depth relationship because my grandmother really, really raised me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but growing up, I'm like, dude, I have like, I literally act just like him and her. I think I may have like 5% of me, but the rest of them is just them. Mm -hmm. So, um, I act just like my dad. <laughs> like, man. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, she laughs because, like, my dad can do something and I'll call her and I'll be like, let me tell you what your ex-husband did. <laughs> and she just laughs because she was like, y'all are the exact same person. <laughs> like, <laughs> you tell you, here you are saying what your dad did, but what about you? Let's yeah. talk about what you did. My daddy tells me I act just like my mama all really? the time. Do you think that you do? I do. I think you do also. Yeah. And that's why some of the stuff she be doing, I be like, Cara, you cannot be this person. <laughs> you cannot act like this. Okay. So how are you going to continue to nurture these relationships with your parents? I mean, just being intentional about it. Um, making sure to keep the the lines of communication open communication open involving them in my life um visiting for holidays so I have to make it like that's a huge thing now now that I'm getting married we have to make it a point to see all the parents and spend like Mm -hmm. quality time with each parent so that's a thing um but yeah that's and for me it's just communicating on a regular basis Mm -hmm. I'm a keep in touch type of person anyway um, so it's easy for me to do that, but I definitely, I, I can't go longer without speaking to my parents than I do my friends, which is weird. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really it. What, why are you no, laughing? I'm laughing. I was like, well, why is that in my mind? Cause I, I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Like I think, you know, I can spend more time with them, with her. Sorry. Well, my stepdad too. Cause I mean, yeah, with them. Um, and I was just like, man, because because we like spent so many years just like in the house with them, like for so long, like it's like we still debriefing from all of that, right? Um, but same thing with Car, like intentional communicating more. Um, but for me, I'm like, I realized like even when I was younger, like visiting them, I was never there. Like I like I left how I left home at 17 to go to college, and I never well I did come back for like a year or two. Um, so I can't really say I never came back. But even when I would come back home, like even for the weekend, like I was in the house, like getting something to eat. And I was right back out the door to hang mm-hmm. out with my friends and going out and all kind of stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's just like now it's like I kind of want to experience the life with my parents. Like y'all don't have to spend nothing. Like I'll pay for everything. Y'all just come. Like I just want y'all here. Mm-hmm. And my parents are not traveling type people. Like my mom wants to travel now, but my stepdad He's a traveler. He'll do it, but, like, he's a hard worker. So, like, he has a job. Like, he has a nine-to-five and, like, a, a after job just because. Don't need to, but, you know, whatever. He just likes to work. So um, I want to spend more time with them, but not only just us being in the living room, but I want to, like, live life with them at mm. my adult age. So uh, one of the ways that I do that is just involving them more, like, I'll invite them to sometimes trips just to extend the invitation just to see um but of course they're like nah <laughs> we go chill <laughs> um but yeah just little things like that 
Because I'm not ready for them. I'm not ready for them to get old, and I'm not ready for them to go. Right. Like, I'm just not. I'm not having it. Jesus, just just chill on it. In the name. (laughs) Yeah, I think it being intentional for me, but um, after just having this conversation with you, Justin, I just, I think I need to um, pray about it more. Mm -hmm. Because I want to say that that's not an area where I felt I needed to extend those prayers for you know like we're our relationship has never been bad um it's just i like i didn't think about it like that like you know yeah i asked god for other things so i can definitely pray to him and talk to him about that so um that and then i think i want to do what you're saying like start to experience more with my parents like traveling um or just going to you know do random things like bowl or you know whatever outside of the norm of what we would normally do because we we'll go out to eat but that's kind of gonna be the extent of what we do yeah so i think maybe experiencing some new things yeah when the last time my, my parents was here i took them to top golf and they're not, like, I don't golf, they don't golf, but I'm like, right. you know what, let's just, let me get them out of their element, out of my element, and just see how we vibe, and we just had a good time. Like, we literally had a good time just trying to figure this golfing thing out, and it was a bonding element that was outside of our norm. Right. Um. So I think that's, that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to try that. So last question, it's not on the outline, because we have... Answered everything. (laughs) And I just want y'all to tell one story you would like to express about either parent. (laughs) Go first, card. (laughs) Something quick. Um, You can go first. Um, Okay. So my mom is a very great cook. Like she she cooks. Her she literally, she literally activates some of the taste buds that you thought you never had. Like she just activated. Like it's just amazing. So, um, one of thing, one of the things that she does is like we can just be having a normal conversation. You know how just like how your dad just you know guy comes into it all of a sudden, right? Like I can be saying like, "Ooh, I feel like eating something," and she'll be like, "Every time, right?" Like she will literally. Say, oh, you just make it like this. And she'll literally go through the whole (laughs) process. And like simple things like, okay, I know how to cook crawfish eggs. I know how to cook gumbo. But every single time, she literally walked me through it. Every (laughs) single time. And I'm like, mama, I already know how to do this. But she'll still just continue it. And she's so, she's, she's very forceful in the way she talks. So it's just like. I can't stop her. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, mama, I got it. All right. Okay. And I'll be well, like, well, you got to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I like, and I'll just and give in. I'll give in. Doing that, you put the. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, okay, so I got to, um, I got to saute the onions in butter. Yep. You do that. Just make sure you add enough olive oil <laughs> or butter. And I'm like, I just give in. Like, it's easier for me to give in and provide that space for her. Um, so it's just like, that's just one of the things she do. It, it slightly annoys me, but I'm just like, okay, I got you. <laughs> me and my daddy have the same laugh. Really? So my, you know how like retarded my laugh is? We have the exact same laugh. So when we're together and we laugh, 
It is so loud all <laughs> the time, and we be dead too. Like and my y'all daddy, look just alike. I think yeah, I, yeah, I do. I, yeah, I think I look like my daddy, but yeah. I, I'm a good mix between my dad and my mom. I think, but um, yeah, we both had the exact same laugh, and we're both really funny, and we both can sing. So really? I'm actually very similar to my dad. Are y'all going to sing at the wedding? No, we are not. <laughs> we will not be singing at the wedding. I do want him to cry when he walks me down the aisle, but I don't. Why do you want him to cry? I want everybody, want everybody to cry. To cry. <laughs> y'all be having some of the crazy. I want everybody to cry. I have anyway. a friend who's like that. She wants people. She wants to see your emotion. My best friend, Tanya, she wants to see you cry. I want everybody to cry. She'll sometimes ask me, why are you not crying? I'm like, I don't feel the need to cry. Are you going to cry at the wedding, Justin? No. That makes me what? uncomfortable when I probably cry. will cry. Why? Because I don't cry a lot. Really? So I actually I like love crying. Me too. I enjoy crying. It's, it's so It amazing. makes me really uncomfortable when people start crying <laughs> because I'm like, oh, where are my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> One of my best friends can cry like at the drop of a dime and I just be like, girl, why Is this are Erica? you? Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't see Erica crying. Me either. Oh, oh my gosh. She is the biggest crybaby. Erica will look at me or she'll just be talking and she'll be like, I'm so proud of you. I feel like Come on. you've really grown, blah, blah. And I just remember when I first met you. That's amazing. <laughs> like, That's, amazing. That's amazing. Why are you crying? Side note, I think Evelyn is going through something because she's just been crying all the time on the oh, show. Oh, on the show? Okay, I think crying so, is cool, yo. My bad. I'm a cry fan. I think crying is really good. It's a release, but I just, I mean, just a conversation. What am I crying for? Let me tell you, if I see some someone that I don't like crying, it makes me look at them a little bit better. Really? Yeah, like, oh, they crying. They do have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Anyways. so my dad, I have so many stories, but... Um, the most recent thing that like had me cracking up was somebody was telling my dad like they owe him some money or whatever and they was like well, I'll um PayPal it to you and my dad was like he called me and was like you know what this PayPal is like every time he, <laughs> when he wants to talk to me about stuff it's not like do you know what PayPal is do you know what this, this PayPal, PayPal is <laughs> like specifically this so I'm like, yeah, I know a PayPal is. He's like, so is it you? You can get money on there. You supposed to do that? And I was like, yeah, it's real easy. You just set up your account, blah blah. blah. So I wasn't there. Him and my little brother apparently set up the little and PayPal you know he account. Don't listen to your little brother. Does not. <laughs> so he calls me one day and is like mad because the money, the person that put the money in the PayPal, but he couldn't get it off the PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like. I don't remember this password, and I don't know what your brother said he did, blah, blah, blah. So he's going, ham. We had to call PayPal customer service on three-way. Another thing he does, like, he be thinking I'm supposed to, like, stop whatever I'm doing to, like, help him. And I'm like, nah, sir, I have to work, so we got to wait till I can. So we make the phone call. We on customer service. He talking to the lady. Going off on lady. I'm just listening. So then I sit back and I finally let him finish because I know he needed to vent. So I just tell the lady, I'm like really calm. Like, well, this is what we need to do. And I do it. Boom. 
find out they reset the password. I redo his password and then I tell him what the password is and I'm like, Dad, I just need you when you set up and you get on the internet, slow down. <laughs> right? The username down, write a reminder that can tell you what the password is. And I was like, Dad, I do it too. Like, you know, I got a whole bunch of accounts and I got, he was like, <laughs> well, the Lord didn't. <laughs> oh, boy. He, he, he literally found a way. He was like. The Lord didn't tell me that that's what I needed to do <laughs> with my life was to be on no tech stuff. So, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I love how, okay, the, Lord, I love how the Lord be speaking whatever. to people. The yes, Lord didn't but tell so me. that is what I deal with. The Lord didn't tell me he needed to be on the tech stuff. All right, Dad. <laughs> well, next time you need this password stuff, slow down, please. <laughs> oh my God. That's what I go through. Well, but I love him to death. <laughs> He's so funny. That sounds funny. The Lord didn't tell me I needed to be on no tech stuff. I just have to laugh. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not at the point because I, I I don't be hearing the Lord like that. I wish he could just chime in and be like... Go right, go left. Because <laughs> clearly he speaks to the old people easily. Man, that's just him. This is literally him. We have conversations like that all the time. But anyways, <laughs> this is what... Um, this is a good topic. I yeah, like this it. was Chad a good one. I like one. the topic. Yeah. This was a good one. Side note, y'all. I, I, I deleted Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and... Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook twice this week and re-download Because <laughs> I was about to say, no, wait a minute. You, you just, just got on Twitter. I am pathetic. I, I said, Why know, did you want to delete it? Because I'm tired of being controlled by it. I deleted it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to chill on it. I don't need it. And then I get, I get bored. And I'm like, well, let me just see if I got some notifications or something. It's so annoying. I literally downloaded, deleted all three of them. Two days later, downloaded back, deleted all three of them. Two mm-hmm. days later, oh, mm-hmm. I look, I'm looking good. Let me just post something real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Anyways, well, I'm probably gonna delete Instagram this year. Like after this year, it'll probably be it for Done. me. And Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not what it used to be. Well, I'm not going to delete any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow me on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get my hair set too. <laughs> I need my hair. Oh, my. it's my bachelorette this week. Yay. Wow. I am going to be in Vegas, Liddy, for the mother effing city. Don't get in trouble, Cara. What do you mean? Don't do to yourself what you did to that other girl going off on the bouncer. But they ain't going to do that oh, in Vegas. my line sister literally, Mars just called me and she was like, let's get ready to get kicked out of the club. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she just said that. But they're not going to do that in Vegas. Vegas is party town. It is like bachelor, bachelorette. Yeah, but we were in New York though. Like we were in. Nah, but that's not really. Yeah, like different. Vegas people is go to bachelorette Vegas to town. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, people like, go to Vegas to party. The only thing I'm worried about is... um. Like, 
Y'all have to go to a pool Me party. falling and like my vagina being out. It's okay. Because <laughs> like I just really see that happening and Are I don't. Are you not going to have on draws? I mean, that's the plan. The plan is to not have on draws. Does Ben like you wearing no draws whenever you're away from him? Ben don't give a darn. Unless he does, and I don't know, but because he probably did. No, I probably joking. I don't like wearing draws. granny panties. Babe, I, bought you, I bought you these. I bought you this pack of draws. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't go with my outfits. Like some of the outfits, you cannot wear draws. You just can't. What I mean, then what's the purpose of a thong? Thongs are uncomfortable. Oh, okay. I'm not feeling thongs. Anyways, anyway, I'm about have to be fun. Make sure you go city. to a pool party on Sunday. I don't know if rehab is still popping, but you have to go to a it pool party. It is. I have not been to a pool party in Vegas before. So. Oh, you're you going to love to. it. You have to go. Okay. Listen. This is where you're going to really cut up at. Go do one of those um, IV things, too. IV therapy. Yeah, they, they should have it in the hotel. Yeah. They okay. normally have it at the hotel. What, like the next day? No, like no. if you have a hangover, you can get IV treatment where they pump like fluids into your system. I was just going to take some BC powders. Is that dead? Yeah, but she's maybe dehydrated yeah, that's what that I'm... full weekend. Uh, how much is that? Because I doubt you're going like to be drinking $80. that much water. Should be like I don't $80, really see I water being in rotation at the table for shots. In fact, so... you, can, you may not have to do the IV therapy if you get the little um, packets. Of electrolyte packets. Oh yeah, you could take what is this? Pedialyte. Pedialyte, yeah. just but they have Pedialyte the adult packets where it's like a powder form, and while you're walking, you just put the electrolyte packet in the water and drink it. Okay. Put the electrolytes we, in the liquor. We need to put that in the um in the goodie bags then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, read us this. Uh... All right, I'm just gonna paraphrase it because we've been here for a dumb long time, and I'm dumb tired. Um, basically, um, our homegirl... Can you paraphrase that long as email? Yeah. Our homegirl, um, <laughs> Anastasia, um, works... That's not old enough. Okay, give me a name then. Did she give herself a name? Bonnie. No. Bonnie's like Her 80s. name is Keisha, but that ain't... The no, name she gave was Keisha. Keisha. Let's What's do... wrong with Bonnie? Can we do Esmeralda? Yes. That is not old. Esmeralda not... is old. No, but Consuela. we can do it. That's just Hispanic. That ain't that's an old Hispanic name. They don't let's be naming do, their children Consuela no more. Do, I do like Consuela. I'm trying let's to think Consuela. of all my old aunts. Emma Jean. <laughs> Emma Jean. <laughs> Anything Jean. Era Jean. Era. Era Betty Jean. Jean. Okay. Oh, Betty Jewel was one of my aunts' names. Betty Jewels. That's cute. That's Betty like Jewel. different. Okay, Betty Jewel. Okay, so Betty Jewel works at this um, company, and she's trying to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to save y'all from all this slander that she makes for, uh, what's the other girl name? Uh, Consuela. Consuela. So basically, Consuela started working at the same company as um, Betty Betty Jewel. Uh, about two months, and they're both black. And so Betty Jewel and Consuela, you know, Betty Jewel thought that Consuela was a little bit ratchet, but no, she, she was, thought she was very ratchet. According she to thought her that email. she was immature, bratty, and um, and she is a brilliant woman with actual standards. <laughs> so anyway, six months ago, <laughs> Betty Jewel, no, Betty Jewel, a help. Agreed to help out Consuela with like a personal crisis. She started kind of like being her friend, and at the at the event, Betty Jewel met 
Consuela's friend, who we will call Bobby. What event? Some model and makeup shoot event. So <laughs> Betty Jewel starts flirting with Bobby at the photo shoot. And wait, Bobby is wait, I'm sorry. Bobby is the friend. Okay, you ain't okay, listening. So and you know I can't keep up with these folks. <laughs> right. <Sorry. laughs> so that's how I felt reading her email. So um Betty Jewel and Bobby end up connecting via IG and they keep DMing back and forth. And so Betty Jewel gave Bobby her number. Well, they spoke like every day, twice a day for like six months. Okay. And then all of a sudden, like Bobby goes ghost. So Betty Jewel kind of like didn't really want to ask Consuela about it because they were friends, uh, Consuela and Bobby. But she was like, you know what? Let me ask or whatever. So then basically Consuela was acting a little bit weird. <laughs> and so Betty Jewel sent her a text message and was like, girl, this Bobby thing is like really bothering me. I'm really confused. Like he really just ghosted me. And like, did I say something bad? Like this literally makes no sense. Consuela texts her and says, come here. So basically, come to find out, Consuela knew that Bobby had a girlfriend the whole time, did not say anything. They worked together. And like, she, so, so basically, Betty Jewel is pissed and she wants to know what she needs to say so she don't have to fight this whole at work. I commend her for like literally. Like going to Consuela and asking her that because I probably would have been too prideful to ask her because you know that's mm-hmm. the homie. Mm-hmm. The homie is loyal to, to Bob. What's his name? Bobby. 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 Um, but I mean, she got info. <laughs> she got intel. So I wouldn't do anything. I don't know. I probably, I probably wouldn't. I probably would just be like, you know what? I I can't fool with y'all no more. Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like there's much to say to Consuela. Um, <laughs> but Consuela loyalty was never to me. Betty Jean. That's Betty what I'm Jules. saying. So yeah. I think that Betty Jules doesn't she want to eat that, right? Yeah, she have like to she's eat saying, it. like, she's what gotta. should I say? Because I'm upset. And I work with this girl, but I don't want it to be like the rivalry of the two black girls in the office. And I just think it's a thing where you just got to be like. You got played. Yeah. Like you got played. Take it. Keep on going. Because you can't fight her. I mean, that's number one. You can't fight her, unfortunately. She's not going to fight her because that's not who she is according to what she wrote. According to what she wrote, women like that don't fight. So she's she's not gonna fight her, but at the same time, I I definitely agree with not starting a ruckus at the office. It's dead. So I think just chill on it. I mean, you got things in life that you can't do nothing about, but move on, and that's one of those things. And I think she said something about. Did she say something about Consuela was, um, like having an attitude with her? Like Consuela don't talk to her no Mm -hmm. more. I mean, I just think that's your cue to just let the girl make it. Now, and we don't know, like, because what if Bobby is in a relationship that is not like a, you know, like, what if her intent was not, what if Consuela's intent was not to involve her with a guy who was in a relationship, but like, what if that relationship was kind of rocky and you know it wasn't successful and maybe she thought that she would introduce him 
to like another girl. Because first of all, they vibe like you. I felt like Consuela didn't do anything but have an event because they were gonna vibe regardless if Consuela would have been like, oh, here's my my friend. I feel like that was y'all's more of y'all's doing than her saying, hey, come to this event so you can meet my friend. Well, a part of the email that I didn't read was that Consuela was kind of egging it on. How do someone egg on? Like, oh, you like him? Oh, okay, y'all should totally talk. Like that okay, sort of situation. It for her too. Right. Yeah. And I feel like if Consuela knew the whole time, Consuela is trifling for that. But there's nothing that can trifling. there's just nothing that can be done. I so mean So you never had a friend who was in a relationship, but the relationship was kind of like whack. So let's consider a friend who, let's say, was in a relationship with their high school sweetheart, but you know, like that relationship is dead. Is 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 not a good relationship for your friend, and you kind of want to see your friend like move on to something else. Yes, you can't do that. But I'm just saying, have that has that have y'all but, experienced? Yes, that? but yeah. full disclosure is is what should happen. Hey, he's in a relationship, and it's a little bit dead right now. I'm just gonna let you know, but go ahead and pursue. Like mm. that should have been the conversation to mm. me. I agree. I agree also. Pursue with caution. Right. So that she at least know, like, let me not really get in my feelings like LMA. <laughs> but uh, it's a possibility that I could slide through because him and old girl ain't really vibing it out. You see, I'm just real iffy when it comes to like me dating like a friend of a, like a friend's friend. I don't like, I, you know, I'm just iffy about that. In fact, I'm like super cautious when it comes to that. And clearly her and Consuela aren't friends, but I'm just saying like in general, like even if it's just like a new homie or an old homie, like I'm afraid of like, not afraid, but I'm just very cautious. Um, but to answer your question, I don't think, I think you need to eat that. There's nothing that you, you can do that, but you're going to look like you in your feelings. Yeah. Just chill on it. I say just chill It sucks, it. but yeah, you just got, I mean, that's just a situation where you just got to be like, oh, well, she's trash, he's trash and just let it go. Thank you for all that detail. Cause I'm not even like the only thing like I normally would have to like question. Okay. Well, but the, the email was very detailed. Yeah. We know everything. We can't read it, though. It's dumb long. It <laughs> took us forever to go through it. But yeah, girl, just chill on it. Word of the day oh. is titillating. Titillating. Titillating is an adjective. It means pleasantly stimulating or exciting. Justin, please use titillating in a sentence and do not Google a sentence with titillating. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. <laughs> about it what is it again what's the definition adjective pleasantly stimulating or exciting um i would say beyonce wore a very titillating look at the concert but he ain't in the behalf okay right next <laughs> Um, I'm not. I own that bitch. Going <laughs> out of the country is a very titillating experience. That was a good one. Thanks. That was a good. And one. don't say nothing stupid. Why? Because you normally know, you always give a stupid a stupid sentence. That's what I do. What you want me? <laughs> you want me to change who I am? What I did? 
I'm going to do that anyway. I'm going to do that anyway because that's just how I am. Oh, I'm going to do that anyway. So. It smelled like it was clogged with smoke. It did. So. When Ben and I get married, he will get a titty now and a titty later. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the word. (laughs) That was good. Bye. Oh, Jesus.